Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night scattered thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it until I found the secret, partnering with God, even in our home life. In this podcast, you'll find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey, as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Wholesome Mama Show. And I'm so excited. I have my beautiful friend, Kari Davis, over in the US. We have battled the time zones to have her here. And she is founder of The Well. It is a podcast and a beautiful platform um, and business that she has created to really help mums who um, we are both passionate about women and motherhood and Jesus and all the things. So Kari, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I very often connect with people that were connected, but you and I have a lot, a lot in common. Oils, <laughs> wellness, Jesus, all the things. We just live a little, little ways apart. Little, just across the ocean, same person, different country. <laughs> So Carrie, before we get into, we are going to talk about purpose and I wanted to kick off this new year. Um, it is the end of December when we are recording this, but this episode is going to be live and I um, live in 2024 in January. And I purposely did that because I thought that the topic that we are going to talk around all around purpose, what better time than kicking off a new year? Um, with that conversation. But before we delve into that, do you just want to quickly share a little bit about you and how you kind of got started with your podcast and creating The Well? Yes, sure. So I am a mom. I have three biological children and two bonus kids. Um, And I have just always cared about natural health and have always just supported my friends, I would say, in finding solutions to calm the chaos we were pureeing vegetables to put into food when they were babies, uh, meal planning. But in 2013, I started using essential oils and teaching other moms uh, about non-toxic living and just staying well. And then in 2015, my husband, um, the father of my children, passed away um, very suddenly from a massive brain hemorrhage. And it took this little oil business that I had started and put just huge purpose behind it. Mm. And I had only always ever wanted to be a mom and everything that I did was just about them. But then I got major purpose myself just for not only sharing with other women, but also just felt this drive to be a voice in the world for health and wholeness. So it was only in about 2020, maybe, that I started the podcast, but I've had 
um, my essential oil business and just been doing a lot of coaching with women for many years. Wow. Wow. That's, we could talk about that story alone for, for the <laughs> show, I'm sure. But so let's delve into purpose. And I think the question to start off with is how do we know if we are living according to our purpose? You know, this time of year, a lot of people are reflecting on 2023, dreaming for 2024, setting goals, setting visions, what they want. How do we know if we're living according to our God-given purpose? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that mostly how frustrated or run down do you feel? Because a lot of this about finding purpose is not always doing something new, but it's all, a lot of it is just finding gratitude and a sense of real ownership and intention of what you're already doing. So are you, have you just spent time thinking about it? A lot of times you know that you're living according to your purpose when you're just not run down and frustrated or saying things a lot like, I don't know, you know, let's just do whatever the kids want or, oh, if I didn't have the kids with me all of the time, or if I didn't have to work, I would do this. Or a lot of times you'll just hear yourself really talking in a frustrated tone or feeling like you're being pulled too many directions or just not having intention, excitement, being really clear and laser focused on what you're doing. And I think that when your kids are little, they just take a lot of your time. They take a lot of your body there. You always have people attached to you. You maybe don't even go to the bathroom by yourself very often. And so it's only about them. But as our kids get older and older, we start to see just really what we're passionate about and what really fires us up. And it doesn't just become about them. I think it's always going to be a huge focus, whether you're a mom or a grandma, an aunt, um, a sister. I think we get a lot of our purpose from our roles that we play. But then we also start to come up with some extra passions and the why behind we do, the why behind what we do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's so important too, that noticing what you're really passionate about and for me, that was one thing with essential oils is that going, no, I'm, this has become a purpose in my motherhood. It's not separate. It's not like I'm a mom oh, and I do this. Like it's this beautiful weaving. Um, and I think that we as mothers need to understand that that doesn't take away from our motherhood. Like it doesn't take away from the purpose and the point of motherhood and how important that role is, it's like it adds, it adds to it, right? So, so say then a mum is listening to this and she is going, okay, well, that's really speaking to me. I've, I haven't followed any passions. I haven't followed anything because I, I thought I couldn't. So how does she then begin to find purpose or discover what her calling is. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to do an inventory. And the first thing and foremost is how well are you recharging and taking care of yourself? Mm. Because usually when we think of purpose, it immediately goes to the exterior, to our kids, to our husband and to our home. And if you don't, all of those cliches 
that you can't pour from an empty cup or you have to put on your mask first or all of those things are absolutely true hmm. because I know for me, that is what I had done, especially before TJ had passed away, was my to-do list was all about everything else, the kids getting to certain places, the house looking a certain way. And then when I crashed and burned and just my life getting derailed, I knew that I would not make it if I was not taking care of myself. Mm. And so finding those ways that you recharge because you're not going to start to dream or to think outside the box until you start to prioritize your true self-care. And I don't mean go get your nails done. That's something that you like to do. Great. But I mean, really recharging, spending time in God's word, spending time just being quiet. If you're an introvert, you probably recharge alone. And if you're taking care of little kids, you probably don't have a lot of that. And so it's going to take creativity and asking other people to not only help, but teaching other people how you really need to be treated. Um, so really coming up with your self-care plan, I think is vital because if you're run down and exhausted, you're not going to have any creativity or any desire to really do something else. Um, and then it's to, it's to really continue that inventory of what are the roles and the responsibilities that you already have and which ones are breathing life into you still and what are you doing because of guilt because of expectations of other people because it's just what you've always done it's just someone else's expectation you know are you still running the nursery at church every sunday even though half of the kids are your own <laughs> Or are you, are you volunteering at the kid's school or are you hosting the group from church or the family outings all the time? Are you always hosting everything and you're just exhausted and run down? So it's not just your roles. A lot of times your roles um, are things that you've chosen or you really love being a mother, being a wife, being a homemaker, but maybe it's your job and the responsibilities that are going along with that, that it's really time to say no to some things. Hmm. I think that's so important. And like, I really want to encourage the women listening to this to do that, like to actually take time. And it might, you might feel silly if you've never done like a reflection before, it might feel silly, but actually do it because there's so much, um, I can't think of the word, but it's so important to know, oh, actually I'm doing this because I feel like I'm under compulsion to do that. Like, I feel like, oh, I've run, I've run the kids program at church for five years since my kids were little, but now they're teenagers and they're not even in kids and, and I'm still doing this and I don't actually like it. Like write that down and let yourself be okay with the reason why you're doing things don't don't feel into the guilt like or realize like I'm feeling like I need to be on the school canteen or go and do reading at school because I feel guilty if I don't yeah okay, well that that you need to allow yourself to realize that you're feeling that um because and then you can make way for someone else who actually is really passionate about the kids ministry in your church 
And actually well, exactly. That's what, that's what I was going to say. A lot of times it's your pride because you're thinking like, wow. well, I just have to do it because there's no one else to do it. Guess what? If you quit, someone else is going to do it or it's not going to happen. And it's, it's just not up to us. Um, I think as a recovering codependent, um, it was just so easy for me to just try to do everything to make everyone else's life easier. And then when, when my tank was so depleted, I was, it, I really realized that it was my pride that I wanted to look like I could do it all. And I really, I really, really couldn't. And when I quit, when I started saying no to things and started getting really clear on what gave me like life, what, what felt like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to do this. Or I actually want to make an income. I, you know, I wanted to find ways to actually have multiple streams of income and to travel with my kids to show them how short life was. Those were so life-giving that some of the other just responsibilities, Hmm. it, it just wasn't for me to do anymore. And it, and, and there's different seasons for everyone. And so it's like quitting something can be really empowering. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, we are not absolutely not saying don't serve at church. We are not saying don't be hospitable. We are not like, I just want to make that (laughs) clear for a second, but I think too, it's important in realizing, um, like, so for me personally, this last year, I am not, it's funny that we're talking about kids ministry because I'm so not that person, but our church literally got to the point where there was the, we got new kids pastors and then, um, and that was it. And I was like, if I don't serve, we are not going to have a kid's ministry. And then my kids are going to have to sit in church with me. Mm. So I will serve every, every second week so that I then on the off week can go and sit in church. And so there are seasons where you go, okay, I know this isn't my calling, but I am called above and above all else to build the kingdom. And so this is what I have to do in this season. But it is also, it's okay to get uncomfortable, but having the heart check of um, Mm -hmm. why am I doing what I'm doing? So I really, yeah, I really like that. And I want to encourage every woman to sit down and look at what you're doing, every single thing of what you're doing. And even ask God in that time, is this what you want me to do? Or do you have something else? And you Mm -hmm. will often have that niggle in your spirit of, I'm feeling like I need to move move away from this role and and move into this. So, yeah, that's such such good wisdom. Um, so looking into the year ahead, 2024, it's crazy. Um, how can this year be different? If you are feeling like you are excited, you found your purpose. We've sat down, we've done the inventory, we've realized okay, this is actually what I'm feeling led to. This is what I'm excited to do. How can we make 2024 better? Yeah. Well, so the next step of this is the things that you decide to keep when the inventory, when you've gone through the inventory and you found what you're keeping and what you're, then you're going to go all in and you're going to get so clear on really why really what the end game is. What is the the benefit that I'm offering to this position? And when I did um, an intro to my 
the purpose pursuit is the course that I wrote about purpose, but I started just talking about, I think like doing the laundry or doing dishes, like down to my responsibilities. Why is this a big deal? Or why is it a big deal for me to have dinner with my family? And I get, you get so emotional when you truly get the, the passion behind your purpose in each role. You know, you're not just cooking dinner for your family. You are creating memories and quality time. You're making your children feel so valued in the ways that you're pouring into them, not just with nutrition, but around the table in those conversations that when you sit with all of your roles and responsibilities, get rid of the stuff that isn't for you to do, and then get that passion and that why behind what you are going to do, you're just going to have so much more joy in what you do. Imagine if you had joy about doing laundry or dishes. (laughs) That would be a game changer, wouldn't it? But I love that. I love how intentional it is about why I am doing everything down to cooking dinner, not just so, oh, well, the kids have got to be fed and I've I've got to be the one to cook because otherwise we're not going to eat and then everyone's going to be hungry and whingy. Like going, I get to create the meal that we then sit around and have this family time together. Like what a mind shift that can actually be. And could you imagine if every woman, every mother had that mind shift of doing the laundry, of doing the dishes, of vacuuming the house, making their kids bed, of folding the clothes. Like, so I love that. So you just touched on then um, your purpose pursuit course. Do you want to share a little bit about that as we wrap up? Why, why you created it? Um, and really what, what are the women going to get out of it? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think we've already said it. We don't take the time to do the inventory. We don't take the time to really think about it unless we are intentional about setting that time. And so for me, I was a teacher before I had kids. I like a worksheet. I like to sit and visualize it and see it. I like to see my roles, see my responsibilities. We go through a lot of self-care. We go through um, just your values. Sometimes you just forget. You're just so used to feeding kids or changing diapers if they're little or running carpool, you just forget what used to light you up. And so you go back and really think about what's always lit you up. And um, it's just my hope and my prayer that women really come up with, it might not be a business, but it might be a ministry. It might be a podcast. It might be just more excited about doing the things for their family that they're already doing but maybe being more intentional about teaching your children why you do what you do. Why mm-hmm. do we use essential oils instead of over-the-counter medicines? Why do we eat a certain way? Why, you know, like really getting clear on, on the why of what we do and then teach that to the next generation. I don't know of anything really more powerful for this next year. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Well, thank you so much, Carrie. Do you have any last encouragement or anything on your heart to share before we wrap up? Um, I just want to, it's just cool that you are across the world and that we're so aligned and thank you for um, just being a light in Australia. I know that the Christian population in Australia is really low. It's a great missionary um, (laughs) 
mission <laughs> driven. So I'm just excited for anyone in Australia to be listening to you and getting so much wisdom and truth. Oh, thank you so much. And I will pop the links in the show notes for your course as well. So anyone who wants to go and check it out and I love like such good timing, do it at the start of the year so that this year can be, you know, we always talk about like, oh, 2023, what a, what a, I don't even know, what a crazy year that was. And for me, it was like, what just happened this year? Um, but, you know, where I was like, yeah, let's make the next year better. But we say that every year. So here is how you can look at your life and um, and be more aligned with your purpose that God has given you. So thank you so much, Carrie. Can you just share with us as we finish where everyone can find you? Yeah. So on, I'm not on Instagram too much, but it's Kari Davis, K-A-R-I-D-A-V-I-S underscore the well, um, but go to thewellteam.com and you can find the well health and wholeness podcast everywhere where podcasts are, are on. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Elise, for having me. Well, that wraps up another episode and I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week. If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and chat on Instagram. The handle is at Wholesome Mama. And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.